Hey, Starburns listeners, Ben Schwartz here, and I'm here to plug. Here I go. I am in a new movie with Noel Wells on Netflix. It is called Happy Anniversary. It is out right now. You All you have to do is basically go on your computer or whatever device you want. You just click on it, and there we are. It's, it's me. It's Noel Wells, and it's the story of a couple on their three-year anniversary. They wake up, and on that moment, Noel's character is done. She feels like she doesn't think she can take any more of the relationship. And throughout the course of the movie, which takes place in, over the course of 24 hours, you flash back to all the good, the bad everything that encompasses this relationship to try to find out if these two actually will stay together or if they won't stay together. It's right now. It is a romantic comedy. Me and Noel Wells, written, directed by Jared Stern. Netflix, happy anniversary. Starburns, lots of words, ending with exclamation. When's it going to end? It just did. Another tag. And now it's done. It's the Starburns Industries Tape of the Month Club. 12 original cassette tapes delivered to your door. Each month, you'll receive a crisp new cassette tape of auditory delights made by some of the most funky and creative artists around. Featuring Dino Stamatopoulos, Natalie Palamides, Johnny Pemberton, Dan Harmon, future ladies of wrestling, Alan Resnick and Dina Kalberman, Dynasty Handbag, Jeff B. Davis, Rob Schraub, Lance Bangs, DJ Doug Pound, Cron, Open Mike Eagle, Ron Lynch, and on and on and on. And on. Subscribe now. $13 gets you a crisp, unique tape in the mail each month. For $20, you receive a portable cassette player so you can listen to your tapes on the go. Here's how to order. For credit card customers, please call 747-888-0945. That's 747-888-0945. Or save COD charges and log onto the World Wide Web at d forward slash SBI dash P-R-E-S-S. It's a good deal. It's a good show. Busy's calling me. Hello? Of course I have my ringer turned off. Hi. Hey. How's it? Hold on. How you feeling? I don't, I don't feel good. So, uh, sinuses? Well, you know, I've had this cough, like, since the beginning of January. Yeah. Um, it just, like, has not been getting better. And then my nose, yeah, then it started going into my sinuses. And just feeling really, like, fucking run down. But, of course, you know me. Like, I never <laughs> stop, right? Like, so I never yeah. stop working out. I wake up every morning at 6.45. I, like, go to bed late. I go out. I, like, drink. I do all of the things. So, <laughs> like, you're not to not take care of myself and it catches up finally yeah it was just like oh on friday actually i was like i should go see my ent guy and then i was like but i really have to finish this chapter of my book so yeah fuck it i'll I'll just do that if i still feel shitty on monday i'll go and do it and obviously i still felt shitty on monday so I went in Monday afternoon to my ENT, and he's like, well, yeah, you have a massive sinus infection, uh, obviously. No. Like, I want to put you on antibiotics. And then he's like, honey, swallow for me. And he was like holding my throat. He's like, swallow again, lean back. Have you ever had your thyroid checked? And I was like, what? No, I've never had my thyroid checked. And he's like, it is very large. Do you have trouble swallowing? Huh. Oh, because also I had mentioned to him about the coughing and stuff. 
but that I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like choking. Like I couldn't breathe. Um, what? Over the weekend. Like, like, I don't even know how to explain it. Mark was like, it was so fucking crazy and scary. Like, <clears throat> like I just couldn't, I could breathe through my nose, but like my, it felt like my throat was like completely closed. What the fuck? And I know. So anyway, so he feels my thyroid and he is like, your thyroid is very enlarged. Yeah. I need you to go get an ultrasound right now on your thyroid. I was like, right now? Oh, that's why you were went in. Yeah, so then I sent you that picture of me getting an ultrasound. <laughs> <laughs> so Steve and I do. We just send each other pictures back and forth from different medical offices. From the doctors. <laughs> Guess where I am. <laughs> uh, kind of like, I don't know. I like... Like in my two minute walk over to the ultrasound guy, I like kind of Googled it and I was like, I don't think it's going to be a big deal. I think it'll be fine. And, um, but then I got there and the ultrasound dude and the doctor came in and started doing the ultrasound. He's like, like the thing you never want to hear whenever you're getting any kind of these like tests or any of this thing is like, Oh wow. Mm -hmm. Like you just never want to hear that it's surprising to them. Right. Um, and he was like, Okay, well, wow, you have a lot of your. He's like your um, thyroid is very enlarged, and I was like, oh great, I like have like a fucking goiter or something, whatever. <laughs> and and he's like, um, you actually have a ton. Of, you have like nodules, a lot of nodules in in your thyroid, um, and and they're actually really quite large. Like he's like they're probably He's like, it's very common for women, especially to have these yeah. sorts of things. But like these ones are probably bigger. Like you, you probably are going to get referred out to someone. They may want to do a biopsy. I don't know if that's necessary, but like, we'll see, you know? So, um, I did have the moment though, like when I was laying on the table and he did that and I was getting my throat, you know, like having this ultrasound on my throat or like, Oh, motherfucker. Like, this is the moment. Like, this is the thing I'll look back on, like, when I'm dying of thyroid cancer. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. Like, I, I, no, like, I know. Like, I know. I got very, like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Don't let this, like, be the thing. Um, <clears throat> especially because, like, I am having, like, some good career stuff that's, like, happening for me. And I just was like, of course. Like, I figure all that stuff out. Like, things feel like they're moving in the right direction for me and, like, my life. And then. Yeah. I'm like thyroid cancer. Um, so we, I hope I don't have thyroid cancer. I, d I doubt I do. I'm sure it's like, so are you getting a thyroid or something? I'm going to the guy tomorrow. I have the, they fit the like specialist guy that fucking everybody sees. Yeah. Um, got me, fit me in tomorrow. Of course, doesn't take insurance. It's like a billion dollars. Jesus. You know, what? Yeah. Well, he doesn't take insurance. You have to submit. Oh That's all these like all the like fanciest doctors don't take insurance anymore because for whatever reason they don't want to deal with it. So you have to pay them out of pocket and then you have to submit to your insurance. Oh. And then because I have two different insurances, right? right? Like, you know. Yeah. Then I have like I'll have to submit to all my insurances and I'll probably get I'll get less back than if I went to like an in-network provider, but I want to go to the best person. I don't sure. really Sure. Of course. Right? So yeah. Um, and I'm lucky, I understand, very fucking hashtag blessed that I'm uh, that I'm able to afford to do that. I mean, yeah. it's like, that's why healthcare just fucking sucks in this country. Yeah. 
Um, so anyway, the guy who is like the guy in LA that everybody sees for the endocrinologist yep. is fitting me in tomorrow afternoon. Good. And, uh, and they'll do like blood tests. And I mean, you know, my ENT was like, look, I don't, I don't know if he's going to want to do a biopsy. He may because of the size of these nodules, they're really big and yeah. he may want to do one, but, um, he may not. So we'll after they they'll probably do a blood test first is what I think is going right. to happen. And then if they see like that I have an underactive thyroid, then they'll know that's what that's from and they'll put me on medicine now. If I don't have like Hashimoto's or an underactive thyroid and it's just those nodules exist, they may I may have to get like it biopsied so that they can figure out what is actually happening. Ugh. Can you feel? Is it something that you can feel in your throat? Yes. Like, and you now can feel I it? can. Ugh. We didn't know what it was. I just thought it was my body. <laughs> <laughs> I just have bumps in my neck. Well, no, it's like it's much larger on the right side. Right. And um, and I and I've always and I've felt that for a really long time, but I didn't know that that's. Where I didn't know that's your thyroid. So it's like for women, it's like right at where you're basically like right above your collarbone yep. at the base of your neck is yep. where your thyroid is. And yeah. you, you can kind of like feel your, your um, like throat and your whatever, your that part of your throat. And then yep. it kind of, there's a thing that wraps around it and that's your thyroid and you can feel it. So mine, especially on the right side is much bigger it's funny because I always talk about how I don't like when my neck looks fat, you know, <laughs> in pictures. I always try to make my neck look long and lean. Um, but maybe that's just out of my control because of my fucking fat ass thyroid. <laughs> my fat ass thyroid. My friend Autumn, who we got to have on here, had thyroid cancer. And it. I think I mentioned this in a very early episode. She actually went to the doctor because something was feeling off and she, and her doctors didn't even want to test her. And they're like, no, you see, everything seems fine. And she's like, and so she finally lied to a doctor and said, my mom had thyroid cancer, which she didn't. And it took that for the doctor to go, to go okay, oh, well, okay, yeah, let's test you. And they tested well, her and found out she did have it. I mean, there's a whole thing, man, like, you know, it's harder to be a woman and be taken seriously. It's harder to be a person of color and be taken seriously by doctors some, sometimes, not always, you know, yeah. like I read like an incredible, that's why there, you know, there's a lot of discussion. We've talked about this on the show, a lot of discussion about the uh, maternal mortality rate for African-American women in this country because they're yeah. not being taken seriously. Their pain isn't being taken seriously. And then they develop these secondary infections and they die. And uh, among other things, but like it is you have to be your own advocate. Always. We talk about that. And like, that's yeah. like such a case of like, yeah, look, like I, I just if you know something is wrong, figure get to the bottom of it, figure it out. And maybe you have to lie to a doctor. Oh, well, you know, it's better than being fucking dead. Yeah. Better safe than sorry. Oh, that's such a bummer, man. Well, I hope that I don't have thyroid cancer. If I do, we'll deal with it. Obviously, your friend lived, so that's cool. Yeah, they said it was a very it's a very treatable, easy one too. She didn't have to have chemo or anything. She, you know, awesome. they just took it out, oh. and she's fine. 
I would look terrible with a bald head because I have like <laughs> <laughs> I have all these moles on my head. I can tell, you know, from like touching them. Um, oh, I do too. I have some where I'm like, like I don't think I could ever like, shave my head because I'm sure I would nick that motherfucker. Maybe the maybe it would be a good opportunity to get them all removed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm trying to find a silver lining here. I don't know. No, they're know. all visible. I don't know. Oh, I should take a Mesa next day too. There's no reason why I should suffer. Anyway, that's good shit. I'm fucking exhausted, and now I'm like. Oh, I'm always tired, but I always push through it and I get up and I do my crazy workout every morning and I drink a ton of caffeine all day long and like always get like getting myself fucking amped up. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, maybe I have a thyroid issue. <laughs> that's yeah. why I'm so exhausted. Yeah. I'm like kind of weirdly hopeful that that's, I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful that that's all it is, but like, yeah. you know. That it explains it. That it, it could explain, it could hypothetically explain a lot. And, you know, and I am just because of my personality, someone who kind of like pushes through my discomfort and my exhaustion all the time, but I am fucking tired. And like, I mean, everyone's tired. That's the other thing. Like, yeah. I don't know. Two I don't know if I'm any more tired than anyone else, but. Two <laughs> nights like, ago, I came home from watching a show at Largo, went to bed at 1 a.m., Woke up the next day, rolled over, felt like I had slept like six hours. It didn't feel like I slept a lot. Looked at my phone. It was 1 p.m. Shut up. You're an asshole. That's mm. only something someone without children <laughs> could ever do. You're jerk. But that never happens That's to me. too much sleep. If Sleeping into me is usually 9 a.m. That's like a good sleep in. I never sleep 12 hours. That was bonkers. Yeah, I went. I got up this morning <coughs> with the girls at six forty-five. Well, Mark Mark gets Birdie up at six twenty, but then I got up at six forty-five. Jesus, got the girls ready. He was like, "Go back to bed. You like look like shit." <laughs> like, <go back laughs> to bed. I wanted to see them because it's Valentine's Day, and I. Like, oh yeah, Happy Valentine's Day, busy. You know what? Oh, thanks. I don't, like really don't like Valentine's Day at this point in my life, but it's cute for the girls. Um, <laughs> but uh, we. Wait, Birdie did like the funniest thing to me. I went to Target yesterday and I got the girls all kinds of little like Valentine's Day presents. Yeah. And I I put them in little bags for them with a card down in the kitchen. And Birdie wakes up before cricket. She came down and she found her bag. I was so excited. And then I was like in the bathroom or whatever when Cricket was getting up and Birdie took Cricket's bag upstairs to her bedroom and told her that she had gotten her all those presents no! for Valentine's Day. <laughs> what? What an <laughs> asshole. She, like, stole all the credit for the stuff that I had gotten for her. Oh and then I God. went upstairs and I was like, I was like, buddy, did you get your did you get all your Valentine's Day presents from Mama? And and Daddy, I mean, I included Mark. Even yeah, though he didn't yeah, do yeah. anything. I was like, "From Mom and Daddy," and she goes, "Oh uh, no, I just got all the presents that my sister picked out for me." And I was like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, um, Buddy got me this dress and this headband." Oh and this my god! And I, was like, I literally was like, "What do I do here?" Like, I don't want to be a bad parent, but at the same time, like, there are so few times like I want credit for this, you know. <laughs> 
And I looked back at Birdie, and I shit you not, I like Birdie was in her bedroom, like kind of peeking out, looking at what was going on because she knew what she had done. She looked out, and she gave me the like where she like made the motion across her neck, like cut it, like don't say anything. Do you oh, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Not like a mean one, like she was gonna slice my throat, but the one where you're just like the quick, like cut, don't, don't say anything. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, whatever, <laughs> take the glory. I was like, I know your sister's so sweet. She loves you so much. You're her Valentine. And she's like, I know. I'm my sister's Valentine. Oh, my God. That's fucking hilarious. (laughs) Jerks. Like, there's no, like, moms get fucking nothing. I'm going to start crying. Moms get no credit. We just get nothing. We just get, like, nothing. It's so (laughs) hard to be a mom. So much easier to be a dad. Your, your asshole daughter totally just <laughs> snaked you. <laughs> she snaked me. And at the same time, it was so cute. Like, I actually, maybe it meant more to Cricket to get it. It get might have. Valentine's from her big sister than from her mom. You know, like, she knows I love her, obviously. <laughs> like, I think she's always questioning if Birdie loves her. That's some serial killer shit. I know. <laughs> My kids are real smart. They're crazy. Birdie's out there ripping the wings off butterflies, too. (laughs) Never. She would never hurt an animal. I feel like she could stab me, but she would never. (laughs) God damn, I'm dying. I'm sorry. Fucking hilarious. I know. So hard. And then, of course, I called my mom yesterday, actually, while I was in Target. Yeah. I was like, Mom, this thing with my thyroid and da 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 da. I guess maybe maybe you just don't know these things until it comes up, right? Like, but I don't know. I guess I don't know my family's medical stuff very well. Right. Anyway, so I called her and told her about the thyroid, and I was like, and she's like, oh, biz. Oh, well, I'm glad you're getting that checked out. And I was like, so is there any history, just so I know to be able to tell the doctor on Thursday, is there any, like, history of thyroid thing? Oh, well, yes. Your grandmother had terrible thyroid problems. They could never get it under control. And you know, I have terrible thyroid problems. I'm going to go see the doctor. I was like, what? What are you doing? Like, this is something I never knew. Like, would have been helpful for me to maybe have this information. Jesus. And she's like, then she launches into, she listens to this podcast, so hi, mom. Um, hi. She launches into this whole thing about how she's like, I mean, I haven't been sleeping. I've been waking up in the middle of the night and having these weird dreams. It's always raining. I'm like, mom, oh, I don't what? care about your dreams. <laughs> it's always raining. It's always raining. I don't know. She was cracking me up. She's so weird. And then there was this guy in Target who was like a famous YouTuber or something. <sighs> Yeah, and I don't know why. I feel like kids are just never in school. I don't understand that. Like, I I, I know what the hell. What is that? Why aren't they in school? I went to Best Buy yesterday after at like noon, and there's kids everywhere. I think sometimes, I think in Los Angeles, I have to ask my friend whose kids are in public school. um, I think sometimes the public schools to save money, they do these like weird half days a lot. Maybe they like basic. I think that they like I feel like I'm not making this up that my one friend's son who's in public middle school literally has every second Tuesday a half day (laughs) because the school just like literally can't afford like to keep to stay open. Weird. Our country is going well. Um, (laughs) But 
so there was like all these like preteen kids in Target for whatever reason. I don't know why they were in school. Um, cause it was like, yeah, like 1 PM noon or something like that. Yeah. And following this guy around and screaming and taking pictures and like freaking out in a way that was like so outrageous and also glad that like my fan base is like women <laughs> older between the ages of 20 and 50 who like just quietly come up to me and tell me they love me and like are embarrassed and run away, you know? Teenagers are the worst. They're literally the worst. I mean, I can't imagine. I would never want to. I would just never want to. Like, I would never want to be like the mom on Riverdale or something like that. You know what I mean? Like where, where like all of a sudden you're just like Riverdale. Seriously, it, that would just be such a bummer. That would be annoying as hell. This guy was literally like trying to buy Clorox bleach with his friend and like, you know, and like just like cleaning supplies and like probably toilet to, paper, probably to clean up a murder scene. No, I think they're I like, don't... he was really big. He looked like, like he could have been like a fighter too. Do you know what I mean? Like, Whoa. I don't know what those people are like, you know, like MMA or something like that. <laughs> a like a fighter, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, one of those people that does fighting. Oh. Um, <laughs> that's a thing that people like, right? Absolutely. See, I'm in touch. M- MMA is huge. Huge, right? Yeah, like it could have been that. Like it could have been that. But then when I was checking out my cashier, who's a very sweet man who works at the Target in West Hollywood, but has legitimately the wonkiest eye I've ever seen. Like <laughs> the one where, like, the one looks at. The one doesn't even look straight at you. Yeah. Like, one looks slightly to the right, and then the other one is so far to the left. It's like it might it's be on its own journey. <laughs> journey. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a glass eye. Oh no! I don't know. Maybe he's so nice. Every I go to Target. Go to Target. You know, I'm I'm there a lot, and like I, he checks me out a lot, and he's like yeah. a very very sweet kid, and he he was the one. I couldn't tell if he was a like YouTuber or MMA or what something else that I didn't know what he was. It had to be something specific to like teens. Do you know what I mean? There was no crossover. Yeah. There was no adult in that target that was excited to see this guy. Yeah. Um, I and anyway, when was. I was checking out my checker, uh, whose name I know by the way, but I'm not going to say it because I don't want to, you know, yeah. uh, he was like, Oh, he's, he's a famous YouTuber. I thought for a second it was, wait, what did, who did he say? Tyler Oakley. <laughs> he's like, when I heard that, he literally said, when I heard the screams in the store, I thought maybe Tyler Oakley was here again. Again. <laughs> like, can you imagine working at that Target, like in the middle of Hollywood, I Hollywood and like, just like the famous people that like come in there and cause a commotion. I hate driving down to that Target. Just that, that whole, that corner, the traffic is always garbage. Yeah. Clusterfuck. That's because there's no like there's no room for anything in Los Angeles at this point. No. It's all taken. There's no real estate. That's why I still maintain they should raise the Beverly Center. Hate it. Raise it? You mean tear yeah, it down? Raise it. Tear it down. Well that's another word for tearing it down. It is? Yeah, to raise something. Oh, I not I, I would have yeah. thought make it taller. <laughs> no, like um 
you know, right to raise it. Wait, is it R A Z E? Do you spell it differently? Then yeah, you must spell it differently. I'm gonna Google it. No, um, I think I think it's the same. I know, you're, like raising Arizona, like. No, raising Arizona. What are you talking about? Like you raise a child? <laughs> no, not like raising a child. To raise is like to knock something over. Did I make that up? I'm looking it up. I, I made a bit it up. I think you made up a word. No, I didn't. To raise a... No, to raise a building or a house. Hello, R-A-Z-E. To raise. Never heard raise. that word. To completely destroy. Listen, motherfucker paid attention in vocab, all right? I got all the words. Vocab. I've got all of them. You know all the best so words. Well, I know all the best words. I I've, did so well on my SAT. I've never heard that used before. Well, I just used it. I've so heard demolished, it. torn down. Raise is kind of cool. Yeah, no? yeah. I'm kind of into it. Here's the other thing I'm a little concerned about now. I couldn't really find um, the class roster for my daughter's third grade class for the valentines today oh so you didn't make valentines for everybody oh no well i mean i found this like email from one of the moms and i and i was like hopeful that it had all the kids parents on it so i could like so we could remember the kids names in her class but oh yeah i may have missed a few and then she's gonna be mad at me when she gets home today it's too much to keep track of i need it i need an assistant (laughs) <laughs> oh no! Here we go again. Now, here come the emails again. <laughs> Listen, guys, I can't pay anyone right now. I have literally, I have, I the only, the only person I can pay, um, is our nanny at this point right now because I'm not really working. But I have this thing that I might, which is going to come with an assistant, which is the best thing ever. So when I when that all works out, then I'm going to ask for you to resend if you're still interested, but not yet. Don't send them yet. But Thank you. <laughs> in a couple weeks, we'll talk about it. You'll have a big announcement. And maybe. Yeah, hopefully. Hope- hopefully. Fucking hopefully. Hopefully. I'm like over everything. I mean. <clears throat> Me too. I also am like over the business of negotiation and like all this stuff. It's like so fucking annoying to me. But. um, Oh, God. Um, and I'm taking hardcore anti-bees, by the way. What are you taking? I'm taking doxycycline. Ooh, sounds heavy. It's it's a heavy one. It's like one where you have to take it with food. Uh-huh. You can't have dairy Whoa. two hours around it. Weird. Um, You have to drink like a gallon of water. Like yesterday my pee was like, and you know how much water I drink. Yeah. Um, yesterday my pee was legitimately like orange. Like I was like not Whoa. drinking enough water. Um. Yeah, it's like it's definitely a hardcore antibiotic, and he's making me take. I need to make some hard boiled eggs right now, actually, so I can eat some protein. Are you popping probiotics with it? You know, I haven't done that yet. I've only been on it for two days. I should do that though. But then I, you—that's always super confusing to me. Like when you take the probiotic, because you have to make sure you give yourself enough room on either side of. Yeah, like you want the antibiotic Mm -hmm. to work. Obviously, yeah. I have a friend who does it. He he spe- he does one, and then he'll do the other twelve hours later. So I'll take one take in the two, morning. Oh, you take them I twice take, a day. Well, I have to take the, these. He's having me take them two a day for the first five days, and then one a day <clears> until I'm done. Um. So, huh. I know. Oh God. Ugh. 
and I have to finish writing this book and it's hard to think when your brain is clogged or it's not. Yeah. I, I keep checking the CDC flu map website and they haven't updated it in two fucking weeks. That's because they all died. This is like that. They all fucking died. That's annoying. Um. All right. Here's something weird. Can I say something weird? Yeah. Hello. Why? I mean, do we know? I mean, we know that our phones and computers are like listening to us, right? (laughs) Yeah. Because it like makes those suggestions based on things you say and like all that. Yeah. But, like, how do you get it to stop? Is there any way you just shut it down? I guess you turn it off when you're not using it. Like, shut it down. But you have to shut it off. Yeah, power it, it off, yeah. Freaks me out, man. Yeah, I said something about when it when that uh, lunar eclipse happened not too long ago, I was talking to somebody about buying a telescope to photograph through the telescope. Um. And I started getting all my all my you know social networking and all my web searches just had ads for telescopes, and it wasn't oh something God. that I even typed in. It was just something I said, which is so That's, creepy. I know, but that like happens to me on the regular, like all the time, and I don't yeah. like it at all. I mean, not like anyone would like it, but. It just freaks me out. Like the suggestions that I get on or the the ads that pop up on my Instagram feed based on like whatever (laughs) it is that I've like literally said in passing conversation to someone, like not even into my phone on a phone call, like just like, oh, yeah, I really am curious about like getting a meal delivery service and then like literally five delivery services pop up on my Instagram um. Well, I'm glad that you and I so far have avoided the flu. Yeah. Not wood. Yeah. I mean, if we make this, I I will say this: like, if you and I make it through without one of us getting the flu, I will be very impressed. I'll be impressed if you. I I usually don't get it. I'll I'll be impressed if you don't because you have kids. I got it. Yeah, I got it last year for sure, and that was a bummer. Um, but. Maybe maybe I won't maybe I won't get it today. I'm glad neither of us got neurovirus after being around Ben. Well, I had had it. Oh yeah, but remember? You, but you can get it again, right? You can. Can neurovirus just keep because it's coming? it's just a stomach flu. I think you can get it as many times as you know. Oh, I was like very. Yeah, so we were at this thing, guys, just so you know. We were at a thing with our friend who had just recovered from norovirus, and I told him, I was like, I think you're still contagious. contagious. Like, I don't know if you should come. It had only been, like, three days. <laughs> yeah, and it had only been three days. And he's like, I'll come. I won't, like... Also, by the way, like, I love them, but, like, there was no reason for him to be there. He couldn't even talk. He was, like... I know. Like, he had lost his voice from vomiting so much. <laughs> Like that's, that's I disgusting. know what the fuck. Um. So he oh, that's a productive cough. That's oh disgusting. good. Um. So he'd lost his voice from coughing so much, so he couldn't even talk. 
and then nobody wanted to like get too close to him or no. shake you know like you don't, you're not going to shake the guy's hand like he's no. like so he should have just stayed home i think he wanted to enjoy some nice music that was a fun night though singing it was a good songs. show no one got fun. sick i didn't get sick no one no one got the noro virus thank god tomorrow morning i fly to colorado though so that oh will... right what are you doing there i'm doing uh the telluride comedy festival Oh, guys, go see uh, our friend Steve Agee at the Telluride <laughs> Yeah, if you happen to live in the tiny, tiny village of Telluride, Colorado. But is it like a big, it's a big festival, though, yeah? I think it's, I don't think it's huge. I think it's I uh, a pretty tiny festival, but it, it'll be fun. Uh, it's snow, <laughs> It's snowing, so I'm a little nervous. Why does the snow make you nervous? Well, just flying, flying into snow and stuff. Oh, you'll be fine. You're not going to die. <laughs> Famous last words. For sure, not how you're gonna go. No, I'm gonna go out by a, a fucking virus. I'm sure that's what'll kill me. I mean, it's what's probably gonna kill all of us. Truly. Yeah. I really um, do picture the world ending. Like, can, I I know we've talked about Contagion before, but I just watched it again. It's the perfect movie. It's the Ugh, best ever. Jesus, I Christ. love it so much. That's how I picture the world ending. For a minute, you know, my best friend, Emily Beebe, who's been on the program, uh, she's in research. I don't know if you guys know that, but um, she has always been in research. And she mostly, I mean, she's always worked on like an ad, ad, advertising side of research. So she's worked for big brands like Mac, Apple, whatever, like mm-hmm. doing their research, quantitative and qualitative research, right? Yeah. For a minute, when we were in our 20s, she was working at like a huge uh, advertising agency and she was just feeling like it was like kind of soul sucking work. And for a minute she was really looking into what it would take to go work for the CDC in doing Ugh. the research and tracking diseases. Nope. I know, but like how dope of a job would that have been if like that was Emily's career change? It's not now she works. Actually, she does like a different thing. She does like marketing and strategy and research for um, a nonprofit, which is cool. Oh, that's cool. But well, like, you know, like, it's, like, better than, like, selling soap, you know? But, yeah. um, not the computers or soap. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. I think it's better. Um, but that's interesting. Someone does that job, man. That's what that flu website, that's yeah. what you're looking at. Someone's Someone tracking and tracking. keeping track of all that stuff and finding patterns and, like, identifying epidemics and pandemics in the, in the world. Ugh. I don't know. It's a pretty interesting thing. If anybody works for like the CDC or the WHO and they want to like hop on the phone with us and be a part of the pod, that would be tell us how you all break it down. That, that would be, be amazing. Really cool. Cause I am interested. Like, how do you even find the patterns? Like, how does it go like from contagion where it's like one woman? I know this isn't a real story. Patient zero. But like, <laughs> but like yeah, like patient like there's like five patient zeros basically right in contagion yeah there's like her and the and the kid in china yeah the like young guy in china does he die in an elevator i haven't watched that movie in like it's i'm due for it yeah i just tracking that shit back is what's amazing by the oh it's I my mean, favorite part the by, bat that yeah in the eye in the mouth of the pig that gets slaughtered jesus oh, christ so good so good that we have the technology to be able to do that. Like, cause by the time you find out it's 
a virus that's contagious and spread it's there's already already like thousands and thousands of people it's like how do you fucking trace that back they just do it medical mystery it's badass it's super badass maybe we missed our calling maybe we should do a tv (laughs) maybe maybe this should be our tv show maybe we should pitch to steven soderbergh that we want to do contagion the tv show Ooh, i love that Starring Busy Phillips and Steve Ag. Listen, yeah. it's a different take on it. It's a comedy, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm the Kate Winslet part, except she didn't die. You're Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I am. Fuck, that's so funny. Contagion. Let's a good do, idea. Let's take it to Broadway's Contagion the Musical. Contagion the Musical. It's my favorite. I love it so much. Why is everybody dying? <laughs> Everyone's so sick. Fuck it. I know. I'm down. <laughs> Well, I'll keep you posted on my thyroid stuff. I should know some information. I talked to my general doctor who I love. She's a lady, and she assured me that the guy that I'm going to see is the best, and I'm going to go see her next week, and we'll discuss what he wants to do. And I don't know, man. God. Jesus, getting older, am I right? Yeah, that also was why I, like, kind of panicked when I was getting that ultrasound, too. I was like, this is the rest of my life now. Like, shit. I'll be 40. And you just want to, like, what? I'm, I'm going to be 49 in two weeks. What? 49. Oh, my God, Steve, you're almost 50. <laughs> I know. It's not <laughs> sitting well with me, either. Really? Are you having a hard time? Yeah. I, why? What does it mean to you? What is 50? I... I don't know. That's why it's so scary. I think 50 is the new 40. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I'm turning 40 in a year and a half. (laughs) (laughs) I turned 39 this year. That's awesome. 30s are great. Yeah, no, it's over for me though. They're done. Yeah, you still I got spent my whole. Th- I spent my thirties like I wasted my thirties just being a mom. <laughs> <laughs> I should have done what all these other bitches in LA do and waited until I was forty to have these kids. And it's like you know, yeah. but I did it early. Oh man, it, it, yeah. Whatever. I, all I know is I'm traveling too much this month. Uh, I get back from from Ve- or uh, Telluride, and then two days later, I'm on a plane to fucking Florida. What for? Why were you going to Florida? One of those Comic-Con type things. For what? To do panels and signings and stuff. But what do you for do gar- for? For Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, right, right. That's uh, like a good living, huh? Yeah, I mean there there are people that make a lot of money. Oh, I know. Yeah, like a lot. Of I money. told you that like when we were in Boston over the summer, our friends came into town. My friend came into town who's on um that show, The Walking Dead. Oh yeah. People love. I've never seen because I don't like scary stuff, but yeah. other than Contagion, um, <laughs> and she was like kind of breaking it down for me, and I was like, "Holy shit! What? What do you do? What do you get?" How is this possible? 
Yeah. I mean, I've never been like there's no Cougar Town conventions. You know what I mean? Like I've never been on a show. Yeah, you got to go sci-fi and horror. You got to go sci-fi and horror. I'm not into horror. I like thriller. I really love a thriller. I have a good idea for a thriller that um, I'm trying to get Kelly Oxford to write with me, but she's busy doing other stuff and I'm busy doing other stuff. So it's hard to like, like I can't not write my book right now. Like if I'm going to yeah. write anything, I have to be writing that shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not, I'm not one of those people. I like don't know how to be a person who can do 47 things at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Put it on the shelf. Also, by the way, that as I said that, that's a fucking lie. I do a million things. Yeah, it's what the hell? You're that. doing you do so, you do so much. That's why you're sick. I don't do that I much. Love that I like this is true. This is like definitely a characteristic of my of me. I do not give myself credit at all. Like I'm like I do nothing, and then I go back through it, and I'm like, no, I do fucking everything. Like I'm I'm busy. I'm busy. 24 hours of the day in addition to like raising my two children your and, like, name is literally busy I know. my name is literally busy but i have this narrative that i'm never doing enough do you know what i mean like yeah. like i don't know how i would ever get to the point where i'd be like that's it i'm doing too much like it's never and it's never an oh my god steve it's never enough Oh my God! It's the theme of my whole fucking life. It's never enough. That should be the title. Do you have a title for your book already? No, but it might be that. It's never enough. It's never enough. I'm never fucking satisfied. <laughs> it's never enough. It's never enough. Uh, oh, that's that should also be on your tombstone, by the way. It's never enough. God damn it. That was a real, guys, that was a real therapeutic breakthrough, what you just heard. That's like very similar to what my therapist is a lot of times. Just me talking for like a minute straight and then coming to some conclusion on my own yeah. about some fundamental part of my being, which is that it, that is very true. It's never enough for me. Um <laughs> But anyway, I have an idea for a really good thriller that I want to write, like, and direct and star in. Well, and you but still have to direct uh, Steve Agee's Weekend Dracula. I think we could... T listen, and my friend Will Daly wants me to direct his music video, which I would, like, love to do. I want to do all of the things, but cool. like, the problem is this fucking book is killing me. I gotta finish this fucking shit, and, like, it is really good. I'm just going to say that. I, I, I'm really proud of it. <laughs> I'm really proud of it. I can't wait for you guys to read it. You could. But, um, and my editor is really excited. Everybody who's read it is really excited about it. But I am like, I still have to write like five more chapters before I'm done. And I'm Whoa. bummed, bummed about that. I need to go write a chapter today. Maybe I can like, actually, maybe that's like a good goal for me today. I got the pod out of the way. Yep. And now maybe I can just go sit <laughs> fucking put my headphones in and write an entire chapter i'm on um i'm on freaks and geeks right now so i got oh rad that. yeah talk about when james franco threw me to the ground <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> i cannot <laughs> wait to read this book yeah i'm i'm spilling the tea steve no one is safe <laughs> i'm also doing the chapter which i think is well, I don't know. Should I even talk about this, or is this like say it, no? If if it's going to be in the book, I wouldn't. All right, I'm not going to say it then. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you later. Yeah. You'll like it a lot. I can't wait. <laughs> what did we decide it is? It's never enough. Ne it's never enough. It's never enough. <laughs> Which will probably be the title of this episode as well. 
Oh, God. I don't sound great, do I? You sound oh, a little no. stuffy. You don't You don't sound sick. You Terrible. sound allergy-ish, like you have allergies. I just took a Musin XD, so I'll be flying soon. Oh, I love Musin XD. Are you kidding? Where's that contract? I will... Hey, they got rid of that guy. Fucking Steve Agee, get in there. Become the phlegm. No, it's Jason Manzukis. Oh, Manzukis got it? Yeah. He's also going to be at the comedy festival this weekend. Listen, I love Manzukis, and also talk about someone with allergies. We haven't had him on, have we? No, Can we, we sh- ask him. We got to, yeah, for sure. He's allergic to everything. Everything, but Eggs. like, like we've—he's been with friends of mine where they've had to take him to the hospital before. Jesus. He won't. He can't drink in a bar. When we go to bars with Manzukis, he cannot get a mixed drink. He can only. He only drinks red wine basically or white wine because mixed drinks so many now that people are like all mixologists people yeah. put like egg whites and weird stuff in the drink yeah and he just cannot keep track like he can't he can't trust that uh it's not you know it's not going to kill him and Jesus. not only that he's got another thing i mean i should let him tell it but i love it like he's got another thing where if we if he goes to a new restaurant he speaks directly to like the chef. Oh, fuck. He has, to, he has to look. He's like, there's something about like, he's like, I have to look them in the eye and they have to look me in the eye to know that I'm not like fucking around. Like, wow. I will not. All right. We're, like, uh, we'll get him on. He, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, so many people cry allergy, right? You know, like, I'm yeah. allergic to wheat. I'm allergic to gluten. I'm allergic. <laughs> You're like, You're not. You have a fucking sensitivity. All right. Yeah. Like, maybe upsets your tummy a little bit and bloats you like yeah. that's not yeah you're going to the hospital epipen out of your pocket yeah like Manzucas is never traveling without like double epipens like he's Jesus. yeah he's like really really highly allergic oh my god which also reminds me of this crazy story <laughs> real fast and then i'm gonna let you go because i'm gonna go write this chapter i'm fired up now all right um and i was in such a shitty mood steve i'm glad you made me do this good good um Emily Beebe was friends with this guy in college at Wesleyan who had the severe nut allergy. And he was always really careful about where he ate and what he, you know, what he put in his body, whatever. And sometimes there's, there are mistakes like that. It does happen. And sure enough, uh, he was out to brunch at a restaurant and had forgotten his fucking EpiPen and felt and like took literally like one and a half bites of something. and was like, this is it. And uh, just ran. He was like, I can make it. Like he was close enough to the apartments on campus. Like oh, he's like, sh- I can. He's like, I can make it to my EpiPen before my throat completely closes up. Right. Fuck. So, he to, so he's, but he's driving, right? Yeah. So he gets into his car, starts driving. His throat completely closes up, causing him to veer off the road like into an embankment and flip his car and the adrenaline from the car crash saved his life. Whoa, what? Because that's what EpiPen is. Like it gives you adrenaline, right? So he, I mean, he didn't know that that was going to happen. He just thought he was dying, literally thought he was dying and lost control of his car and flipped over into this embankment. And the, um, and like the, the surge of adrenaline from being in this horrible car crash. Um, he was like, he was, he was, fine and like the from the car crash too like miraculously not <sighs> fucked up too bad like bruised ribs or whatever Jesus. but 
literally the car crash saved his life. I can't that remember. Is that is insane. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that nuts? <laughs> it's a nut out. That's a nut out. I we had when we were doing the Sarah Silverman show, uh one of the seasons we shot at CBS Radford and we did an episode where Sarah was in a Lisa Loeb cover band, basically. Oh my god, that's amazing. Called the Loeb Trotters. Wait, Lisa Loeb's kids go to school with my kid. And I am and it's so hard like I love her so much from being oh, a 90s yeah. kid yeah like it's so hard for me not to geek out oh she's, i mean i'm like i'm like friendly with her now she's yeah. like the nicest person ever she's the best she was actually in the episode in the episode oh i stand in the rafters above the stage and lisa Lowe. there's one shot where i'm standing up there and the camera pans and lisa Loeb is standing next to me and i i have to take off her glasses and lo- lower them down on wires to Sarah on the stage. <laughs> but but there was one of the one of the scenes they were playing in like a honky tonk bar, and so the set was covered with you know how in those bars they'll have like peanut shells all over. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like you just crack peanuts and throw the shells on the floor. So they yeah. had set up the set like peanut shells all over and the head uh, electrician on the show walked in. <laughs> he walks in and he looks at the set. He's just like, have a great day. You guys, I'm going like, he was so allergic to nuts that he couldn't breathe like the, the air, the, the air from the shells. So he had to stay home that day. When they have, when your kid has a really severe nut allergy and you fly on an airplane, you're supposed to, call ahead and yeah. make sure that the airline knows. Here's something interesting. We've talked about this too. Mark is like super, super fucking allergic to dogs. Yeah. And um, I always thought he was kind of making it up, but we had this flight from Atlanta to LA and there were two giant golden retrievers. Oh, those the, are the worst. The seats yeah. in front of us. Like, I mean, guys, this, this like, <laughs> whatever comfort animal thing has just gone. It's out of control. It's out of control. That woman that had, that flushed her hamster down the toilet. I don't even understand. God, that's such a bummer. That's fucking really one of the, that is, um, like literally one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Yeah. Flushing the fucking hamster down. So fucked up. So fucked. Um, wait, who is that? I know that number. Wait, I'm trying to think. Okay. Anyway. Um, so yeah, Mark, by the time we landed in LA, <laughs> he couldn't breathe. His eyes were bright red. He looked like crazy. And we were like, maybe that air, I'm like, maybe that airline, like if they know that like giant, I mean, what's the protocol for that? Like they should tell me, I mean, if he had just had, if we had had like Zyrtec or whatever, whatever, not, not Zyrtec. That's for acid reflux. Um, no, Zyrtec, Zyrtec is a uh, allergies. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Um, then I'm right. Uh, <laughs> if, if he had had allergy medicine, it would have been fine. But he didn't. He doesn't. He doesn't have normal allergies. I don't know. Maybe I guess maybe the lesson is for me. And it's when, so out of control with the comfort animals. The what do they call them? They're not called comfort animals. They're called the uh, emotional support. Yeah, the support animal. And people are taking advantage of it. I was in a fucking sandwich shop two days ago and some woman just walks in with her dog on a leash it's a restaurant and 
the dog is barking and I'm like, well, that's definitely not an emotional support animal because they don't bark. No. The dog is barking. It's shit on the floor. I'm like, no. Yes. What? Yes. What the fuck are you talking about? It's all the time now. People just bring their fucking pets into restaurants, coffee, like they just get away with it now because everyone's like, oh, it's prop. Maybe it's probably just it's an emotional LA. support. Like, LA sucks. Like maybe it's not the rest. You know, like people in LA are so entitled. Like you know, yeah, all maybe. The time. Like they just think that they fucking sh- are should be allowed to do anything. I don't think this is the craziest thing about me. Like I never think I'm allowed to do anything ever. You know what I mean? Like I'm always asking for permission. Like I don't even know. Like I'm like, can I bring? Like when I have like a baby, I was like, um, is this stroller okay in here? Can I bring this? Stroller in? Can I bring? Like, one? You're leaving your kids yeah, like, chained to a like, fucking. I'm always post. Like, apologizing and asking for permission, so I don't understand people that just like brazenly. I was somewhere <laughs> recently too that where a guy just like fully brought his dog. Oh my god, son of a gun! Which is like a really nice restaurant, and it was nighttime. Yeah, and um, you know, it's like one of John and Vinny's restaurants. It was nighttime. This bro walks in with a full golden retriever on a leash, walks like through the entire restaurant around. Nope. The host lady was like, "I'm sorry, your dog can't sit in here with you." You know, the manager or whatever. Yeah. And he and they like then sat him outside with his dog, but like, yeah, people definitely feel like. I don't know. I mean, they just all of a sudden I, everyone thinks it's okay to bring your fucking animal into a restaurant. I know. Actually, Mark and I have a really good friend. <laughs> this is like <laughs> this is a source of contention with one of our really good friends. Yeah, she has this dog that she's like totally obsessed with and like brings with her everywhere and like truly like brings with her into like really nice restaurants. And we and she just is like. Well, I can't leave him in the whatever. Da, 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 da. I can't leave him. It's so yeah. crazy. And Mark is like, it makes him irate. Like she yeah. has an, a hypoallergenic dog, but it is like the size of a bear. And um, oh, really? Oh my god, it's huge. She oh, has, like, one of those huge like. Um, I was picturing like, a small dog. Fuck, you no, can't like, do that. Like a labrador. Oh, labrador. You like, can't do but, that shit in a restaurant. <laughs> She brings that dog everywhere. Fuck no. Leave it at fucking home. You become that person who's like, I'd love to go to the bar after we have dinner, but I got to go walk Carl. You know, you can't. These are the same people. Like I said, I, I will get in trouble for this. And like, listen, podcast listeners, I fucking love you. And if like, you don't have children and you just have a dog, I get it. Like you do think that you love your, your dog like a child. You don't. Okay. <laughs> like, um, like it's not comparable. I have been both a dog owner, a cat owner, and a child owner, and um, it is not the same thing. And the death of a pet is real and oh, yeah. traumatic, and Absolutely. like wakes you up at night, and like you cry in the morning, and all of those things. I like fucking feel you, but it is not the same as the death of a child. And like, no, not even. I've no. just had a few people who like in my life who don't have children who've like made that comparison. And I'm like, you can go fuck yourself. That is really don't ever say that to anyone. Cause I've had friends who's, who've actually lost children. And like, yeah. you I do not ever fucking say that to someone who has lost a child. Like it is. Totally don't even insane. say that to someone who has a child because like, right. I'm, I'm well, sure. That, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I love pets, but. 
maybe this is gonna make people, this is is this the moment where America turns on me, Steve? No, I mean I fucking love pets, and I've donated money to shelters and and animal rescue, but you can't bring your fucking dog into a restaurant. I'm especially if it's not an emotional. People are using emotional support way too much just to fly with their fucking animals. Yes. I mean, they're just like, I want to take my dog to New York. So I'm going to register him as an emotional. (laughs) No, you, you, you're a fucking psycho. (laughs) I want to bring, my dog loves New York in the spring. (laughs) I want to bring muffles to central park. He's got to say, no, you fucker. Then get in the car and drive with him. Um, I mean, I have to be like, I have to be honest. Like, I do think um, that there is something to be said for the fact that, like, it's been it's been made clear that checking your dogs underneath is uh, like a dangerous proposition. Yeah, that's not. Like, so that's not. I cool. wouldn't want. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do that want, either. Yeah. No, I wouldn't want to check a dog underneath. No, no, no. But at the same time, unless you're like going for a really like, why do the dogs have to fly with you? Can't they just get boarded? Also, like yes. boarding a dog is like they like love it. It's, it's like, like a hotel. It's here. like a spa. <laughs> <laughs> they a- make new friends. <laughs> they like. God damn it! I'm they gonna have, die. <laughs> they literally have the time of their lives. Yeah, like, they don't want you to come animal. back. <laughs> they, they're, they're so happy. They're getting the best fucking food. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, they're going to dances at night. <laughs> they have the end of the week dance. <laughs> they met a really nice Spaniel. Yeah, they have social hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fucking die. <laughs> you also uh, own a hotel for pets. <laughs> This is how I die. No. Don't let it happen. Oh my god. Well I I'm all, right, all... I just signed up for meal delivery while we were on the phone. Oh good. I'm all for support animals and I know there are definitely people that need them and that they help and I think that's great. But people are definitely taking advantage of that bullshit. <laughs> for sure. And then the weird like just the total weirdness of that hamster story with that woman flushing the hamster down the toilet like maybe no sense so it's your an emotional support animal that you're like in love with and yet you like were chill with just flushing it down the toilet what you murdered it you were chill with like saying goodbye in a in an airplane bathroom I don't even, was it in the airplane bathroom i didn't read the story i don't like to read about animals being murdered i think by their so owners. I didn't read it either. I've I've just heard it a million times. Also, like maybe call ahead and see if it's okay. You know, like she clearly didn't call ahead. And I, I love that you're you're like your trip is more important than like maybe I'll catch a later flight. Right. Like oh shoot, can we make arrangements? Can I come back? I'll, I'm going to take my hamster to a safe place. She could have left it at the, she <laughs> the just, of the fire station. She could have just released it into the fucking bushes. <laughs> oh my god. I would have fucking pissed myself. <laughs> oh, I love it too. I mean, the only record, she thought the only, <laughs> only thing she could do was just flush it. Flush it. 
She, oh, fucking people are insane. People are truly, truly insane. Um, well, we did all right, it. so you're gone. When do you leave? Tomorrow? I leave tomorrow, Thursday, and I get back uh, Monday. Cool. So we can record again either Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. Um, <laughs> what should I do for my meal delivery? Should I just do Monday through Friday? I need to like, yeah, I don't need to lose weight, but I need to like just get deep loaded and like look good. <laughs> do <my laughs> Monday through Friday. I have a lot of stuff coming up. Plus, I'm gonna have to do like press. Oh my god! And I get to I'm gonna be on the cover of a magazine. I've never Ooh. been. I said to Mark, I've never been on the cover of a legitimate magazine. <laughs> He's like, what illegitimate magazine have you been on the cover of? And I said, UK Maxim, I was on the cover of when I was like 20. Oh, rad. No, it wasn't. See, no, I was it's like not. totally talked into posing in my underwear, like, a, you know, <laughs> because I, because I was like convinced at age 20 that that was how girls got parts. Oh, and man. That's literally sucks. like I had a publicist that told me uh, that the way to like that, that, um, the way that like the heads of studios make choices or decisions what? about actresses with that was that they went through the Maxim hot 100. Is this a female uh, publicist or a male? This is a male publicist. And, the, and then, yeah. yeah. And that they, um, and that they like earmark the girls that they want to want put in big movies. And I was like 20 years old and like on Ugh. Dawson's Creek and like, I want to be in movies. And they're like, everyone does it. Everyone does it. You have to do it. So I fucking got in underwear, crawled around on the floor of the <laughs> studio in fucking Culver City for a little bit. Fuck and then, those uh, people, man. I have to like, live with these pictures for the rest of my life. Like Every time there's those autograph seekers outside of you know whatever, uh. they always have like the super slutty pictures. And I'm like, dude, I'm not signing those. A, I'm like 20, and B, like a baby came out of that vagina. Like, it's not, I'm not doing it. Like, just get it away from me. See, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Sucks. The worst. But that's, you know, things are changing, Steve, in this business. I know. I'm very excited about it all, too. Well, me too. Hopefully, it really will change. We'll see. Hopefully. I'm out, so I don't care. I'm too old anyway. (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) I mean, I was, like, horribly sexually harassed on a job, like, at age, like, recently. Yeah. So, it's also in the book. You know the story. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for this book to come out. <laughs> I'm going to tell all the secrets. I can't. Good for you. <laughs> Fuck these people. That's right, Steve. Fuck everyone. That could also be the name of this episode. <laughs> Fuck these people. <laughs> Fuck these people. Also could be the name of my book. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> should be it should be the name of everybody's book is fuck these people that's usually what every book ends up being is fuck these people kind of yeah a little bit yeah mine is definitely kind of fuck these people but not really it's like a i'm trying to make it spin it no it's not really it's not really it's not really there's only a little bit of that but i like do you remember when tina fey won that golden globe or emmy or something and she was like i have the list of people that i don't want to thank or yeah whatever. yeah that was like always my bit like i i mean i think it's a lot of people's bit like i had an ongoing list starting in 
elementary school of people that I would not thank when I won an Academy Award. I, yeah, I've always, I've never actually paneled on a talk show and I have one person who I want to just fucking destroy on a panel, like a teacher who said I would never amount to anything. I had a teacher who said I would never amount to anything. Actually, I had multiple teachers. My math teacher in seventh grade, mm-hmm. this is in the book. This There's a whole story about it, but the, my math teacher in seventh grade. And then also in the book, my vice principal from high school told me that acting was not a viable career and that there was no way that I was going to be successful at it. And Fuck these people. <laughs> like, it's such a it's such a good, crazy short sighted way to be, you know, an administrator. Like and fucking kids soak everything yeah. and they don't forget this shit, and it affects their fucking. It, it affects everything. It, my, yeah, my American lit teacher in high school fucking called me a loser and told me I was never going to make anything in my life. They just like don't know how to. People don't know, sometimes I think, especially, I don't know, like people don't know how to identify something that's different and they just like yeah. immediately assume that something that's different is bad, yeah. right? Yeah. Like that's the, that's the deal. Yeah. So they can't, they can't put you, pigeonhole you. That's a little bit like what was happening with Birdie at the beginning of the school year with some other kids in her class. Like she wasn't necessarily being bullied, but like she doesn't really fit into any kid mold like that, uh, you know, that other kids can be like, oh, you're the this girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're the the like, I don't know, whatever. Like she just isn't. She, you're the tomboy. You're the. Yeah. Yeah. She's not any of it. Like she's just sort of her own weird little being who like, you know, yeah. lies about lies uh, about Valentine's, Valentine's Day presents <laughs> to take all the credit from her mother. I'm my uh, sister's Valentine. Oh, I mean, honestly, it's all right. I know I cried a little bit, but it's fine. <laughs> it's adorable, kind of. It is cute. Like, I just, you know, I, I kind of want to credit, you know? Yeah. But. <laughs> Between that and Santa Claus, parents get no fucking credit. No credit. Well, you know, Mark's whole thing is always that he like he says like the best present should come from us. Yes, you know, you know, he's like, like for sure, can bring like fun, dumb stuff, but like, yeah, we I, should bring the best present. I I kind of agree. Yeah, I always think Santa should bring the best present. Like Santa brings the Barbie dream house or the bike or whatever. Like <laughs> Santa's the cool guy that brings the big thing. And parents but. are socks and. Uh... <laughs> robes clothes yeah exactly <laughs> i don't know, I don't this, know. Has been, this is a long episode yeah yeah we i think we're good <laughs> we've talked for an hour and five minutes covered a lot of ground steve we covered a lot this was a good one i think i'll keep you posted about my thyroid situation yeah hopefully Fingers i come, crossed come that back it's not bad hopefully i come back from uh tell your i not sick and your thyroid is fine I am concerned about you traveling during this flu season on airplanes and traveling to snowy places that you could get, could come down with the flu. I'm not saying that you're going to, but I am concerned about it. Well, I'm not a skier, so most of my time is just going to be in a hotel, (laughs) just fucking watching TV. All right. Fair enough. The Olympics? Are you watching the Olympics? I don't have TV. I've watched zero Olympics. Oh. I got, like, super into snowboarding for one night, and then... um, Sean White? 
Yeah, it was fucking awesome. And now I read on Twitter and I didn't even have the heart to click the link yet about like he's accused of some fucking sexual harassment bullshit. Oh, like, fucking ugh. no way. Too, oh, my dude. God. Really? Yeah. Fuck these That's people. Bummer. I just I, I know. I was on the phone with my manager's assistant yesterday talking about some person who some stuff came out about or was about to come out about or whatever. And I was like, you know what? I don't care if I was ever friends with these people. Fuck them. <laughs> I want them all to go down. You know yeah. what I've never done? Sexually harass someone at work. Yeah, me neither. <clears throat> I don't think so, at least. <laughs> Let it all come out. I don't care. Fucking. <clears throat> they shouldn't have done all this shit, so fuck it. I mean, it's, I know. It's, it's a bummer, though. Like, it, like, I don't know. I want like boys to be raised differently. Obviously, that's what needs to happen. That absolutely needs to happen. It needs to start with the the upbringing. We're not going to fix this today, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> We've fixed enough. We've gone over enough. Um, yeah. I got to go write this chapter. All right. Well, uh, break a leg with that and um, have a good weekend. Happy Valentine's Day. Tell Mark I said happy Valentine's Day. I will, for sure. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys, and take everything right. we say with a grain of salt, because yeah, we're, we're no, no doctors. doctors. Bye, Biz. Bye. Bye, everybody. It's a good show. Hey, everyone. It's me, Steve. AG. You know. <laughs> I'm here to let you know that Starburns Audio has a new survey. Uh, just go to starburns.audio slash survey. Um, we're trying to get to know our listeners a little bit better. Uh, and it only takes a few minutes, I promise, but, uh, it makes a massive difference to the podcasters at, um, Starburns audio. Believe me, we, uh, are trying to get to know a little bit more about you, what you like, what you don't like, um, ideas you may have to make things run smoother. Um, this really is a helpful survey, um, because currently podcasting is still kind of like the Wild West. We still don't know a lot. It's uh, it's a new medium. Um, so your responses make everything a lot easier. Uh, it's incredibly helpful and uh, incredibly quick. So again, just go to starburns.audio slash survey and uh, fill it out. Help Help a brother out, all right? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hello. I'm Dave Ross. Hey, and I'm Hampton Young. And we host Suicide Buddies on Starburns Audio. That's right. It's a podcast about suicide, but not to make light of it. We actually talk about suicidal thoughts, depression, kind of with a sense of levity that Dave and I have with each other. He's my best friend. Come on. Yeah, we're buddies. <laughs> suicide Buddies. <laughs> That's the title. One of our favorite episodes that we've recorded so far is about this guy, Jan Pataki, who was a Polish aristocrat in the 19th century, mm -hmm. and he uh, one of the reasons... It's possible that he killed himself <laughs> is that he thought he was a werewolf. Oh. Check out a clip. It also makes me think, like, we were talking about in the Norway uh, black metal episode, how, like, just the culture of your surroundings can affect you. Like, yeah. he's in a castle in Poland. He's Like, I mean, if yeah. you lived in a castle in Poland and no one knew anything about anything, you might be like, I'm a bat. I'm probably a bat. <laughs> 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 That's like literally what happened to Batman. <laughs> he literally is in his mansion. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm a, a bat. bat. I'm a bat. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a bat. bat. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a, bat. a bat that helps people. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'm a bat. That helps people. I'm a, I'm a I don't know what you want from me. And, uh, my, and my, my girlfriend, she's a cat. She's a cat. My she, girlfriend's she, a cat. She steals things. She's a woman who steals things. She's a cat. I'm a bat. I'm a I bat. People. She's a cat. We fight a penguin. My, uh, my- <laughs> 